Welcome to the Weird Eye Podcast. We are your hosts, Adrian Spataru and Bogdan Andrusak. And in this episode, we're going to talk about AI, the meme lord. What's the difference between a computer and a dog? I don't know. The difference is that when you tell someone a dog is stupid, they don't believe you. Now, this joke was generated by GPT-3. <laughs> so, AI can generate memes, it can generate jokes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, even funny jokes. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how AI can, you know, make humorous online content, whether uploading memes, maybe making good joke, maybe even explaining joke and more today. I think it's a good timing for like last several episodes. We had quite serious topic and we need to get to our roots, to our memes, our memes and our spicy memes. <laughs> Why is meme lords important? Why are we talking about this topic? First of all, this is a job position. So I sent you several days ago, Bogdan, a photo of a company who is hiring a meme lord or meme lady for their social media campaign. And especially when it comes to Bitcoin, everybody on Twitter is for posting memes like Dogecoin to the moon and stuff like that and making it like a meme and not really like, oh, you should buy Bitcoin because of the financial benefits it can provide you. No, rocket and memes and stuff like this. So there's a lot of financial incentive to be a good meme lord. Yeah, yes, exactly. Now my parents wouldn't be ashamed of me of being meme lord. Now I can actually make money making memes. Yeah, but just to put some numbers, it's multi-billion industry now so especially like this recent boom of dodge dogecoin it's 10 billion market cap or something like this at this moment and it's all continue growing and also gme gamestop short squish push was completely powered by wall street bets and it's spicy memes so it's we are talking about millions and billions of dollars going into the market just because somebody made like really good meme. So the first question is, can AI generate a meme? And the answer is yes and no. So first of all, AI doesn't really, there's no AI out there which can generate a new meme format. What the current AIs do is they take a very known meme format and then maybe put the caption on it. So the first paper which I found which talks about memes and AI is Dank Learning, Generating Memes Using Deep Neural Networks and it was published in 2018. So it's basically a glorified image captioning algorithm. As input, you, get, you put an image of a very popular meme format, which you've seen, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like a meme format from classic era of memes, like... Like Success Kid. Success Kid. 
Yeah, it's don't. so it's those memes are so old that I already like forget what they were. Yeah, back in the days, you know, memes were lasting like months, and now they're like every week is a new meme. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a state of the art of artificial intelligence, it becomes irrelevant in less than a week. Exactly. So anyway, you take a popular meme format, you would then pass that image to a convolutional network. And then you would then pass this, that embedding to a LSTM, which would then generate the text for you. So given an image, it would give you a caption. And this was the first iteration of a meme. Nowadays, they're a bit more advanced. The state of the art in meme generating is called an algorithm called MemeBot. And as we progress with technologies, we don't use LCMs and now we are using transformers here. So the way it works is you give a text, let's say a context about your meme, for example, please save the world from coronavirus, like a general context. Then the AI will select a meme format, which would fit well. So, and it will then, given that text, also generate a text which fits that meme format. So for example, Brace yourself, Corona. I'm coming to save the world. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's really great that we are talking on Audible podcast about visual memes and giving examples. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's like it's those AI they really simulate browsing some Reddit meme pages because like maybe one in hundred will be actually funny and others will be just random. So just like humans do. You remember my amazing joke, which I told you, and you were laughing like crazy? This is coming from a collection from a person who asked GPT-3, write me a joke. And AI, GPT-3 at least, if you don't really change the parameters, just like, hey, write me a joke, you will be disappointed because it's he's an anti-joke joker. So, for example, I'm going to read like three several examples just to get to get understand what I mean here. Turns out there are two kinds of computers, those with funny jokes in them and those without. Well, <laughs> I, I, you uh, laughter. <laughs> if we had an AI that could make jokes, would it be funny? Yes, but only if you're a robot. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, AI start creating jokes that are funny for AI, just like memes create communities that are funny for those communities. So we are like normies for AI. It's like a meta, meta, meta joke where <laughs> yeah. it's it's reach already such level of technology when the GPT three is flexing on us and making memes that we cannot understand. Now. That doesn't mean that AI cannot generate good jokes, Bogdan, right? So this is only if you ask a question. But if you really give him like more context, they can generate good jokes. Do you have any examples of that, Bogdan? Yeah, I, I have a quite a funny example. What do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping? A dinosaur. And this is a classic example of a dead joke, meaning maybe AI in future will be help with parenting our kids. <laughs> so do so when you give GPT free examples of like dad jokes, you will get other dad jokes, some more more successful than others than just asking for a joke. 
Also, GPT-3 can explain you a joke if you're a little bit slower on that side. There's quite fun examples. And I think we will finally be able to to use that explicit tag uh, to put some more rowdy jokes. As I said before, AI is not really funny. GPT is not funny. But, you know, when you explain a joke... It's not really funny at that point, right? So exactly, GPT-3 is good at not funny stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, wait, there was... If you could have a dinner with any historical figure, who would you choose? I think I would choose to have a dinner with Alan Turing and you. Gandhi. Why? More food for me. <laughs> and GPT-3, please explain this joke to me. Gandhi was a famous Indian leader who was known for his hunger strikes. So you see, GPT-3 can actually explain the joke quite well. Like, we get yeah, it, right? It's, now, yeah, now yeah. we get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, it's horrible to, to give jokes on a podcast. It's not even... How do you even say jokes? It's been so uncomfortable, so not natural. I know. I feel like right in my wave of making unfunny jokes. So it's, for me, it's like the best episode we ever recorded. It's the new meta. It's, <laughs> it's like, a... <laughs> and um, also continuing with GPT-3, it can rewrite, rewrite your favorite books in different styles, making quite nice, funny copy pastas in, uh, in the process. There's quite a lot of examples of GPT-3 rewriting Harry Potter, like in Hemingway or like different, different authors. So it's quite cool. So what you, we talked about this before, this is stylistic text style transfer. And this is like a big topic. You don't need to use GPT-3 like, oh man, use GPT, use, use GPT-3. Nobody has money for that. I get it. Like you cannot get the access key, but... This is, can be used with your normal machine learning, all like transformers, which are publicly available, and you use a extra layer which help you transferring the style. This can be partially done nowadays. Okay, so let's go back to Meme Lord. Can we have an AI Meme Lord? To be honest, I think it for AI, it would be really hard to get to the stage. It can be meme lord. It will be have to be retrained constantly because nowadays meme don't live for a long time and there's no no like templates anymore. Now it's very more unique more unique, I would say, memes that like you take some situation and you put funny text on it. So it's hard to learn the embedding for AI for understanding what the picture means and then put text on it. Yeah, it's quite uh, tricky to get like the relationship between text and image, but not even though it might be funny, maybe it's old fashioned. Like if you as you mentioned, these old meme templates like I feel like a boomer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's same as these companies now try to advertise with outdated memes. It's not funny, it's cringy, and it's, I think it's worse for the product when they try to advertise to young and hip kids with the outdated memes. Exactly. Like, if you show it to current Gen Z, it's like, sir. <laughs> 
Yeah, please take your retirement. <laughs> yeah, please take your retirement. Yes, exactly. However, I what we can do with AI is identify those trends. So we can identify like, okay, let's say, let's go back with Elon Musk and Dogecoin. Twitter was exploding. So you can already see trending tweets and you can understand the context what's going on. So AI can do sentiment analysis and, you know, basic out-of-the-box text analysis to understand what is going on out there. The tricky part is, I think, you understand the context, but how can you make it funny? And I don't see there's a mm -hmm. good way. Current models, like the meme bot, which seems like relevant to this, it's not that good. So Because you need a predefined template. But maybe you have to do unique template with a unique context to get like that meme lord action. Yeah. And today memes are, don't even have like a complete funny text on it. It can be like, you know, Elon Musk face merge with Deutsch and like written HODL. Explain yeah. this to AI. Explain <laughs> it to somebody who is not into like crypto and other things. Like it's so random that it's making embedding for it is nearly impossible. And that's the difficulty with this whole thing since it's very contextual information. Like it's, you could say it's jargon and or whatever it's lingual from a specific niche and getting data for that it's very hard since it's like you have so many communities millions of communities which are changing their lingual all the time there's, there's I, I, find, I find it quite hard as example with hodl to really learn that so quickly to adapt it like when ai will find a meme which is funny it will be one month later and I think it's also because memes are by design hard to understand. It kind of like shows that you are part of this community and you can communicate in this language that this community understands and outsiders don't understand. So maybe like memes in future will be way for us to communicate that we are not tracked by, by AI because AI cannot understand memes. Yeah, I mean... Memes now have become more pop culture than ever before. It got more embraced in the culture. Okay, we're now dabbling around now. So send us your best spicy memes. <laughs> AI related memes. So how can AI in the future make good memes? And I think the way to find that out is actually from a place from detecting harmful memes like racist memes or like you know memes which are not good for the society discriminating whatever and there's like research on this by by facebook where they try to detect these harmful memes and why is this relevant well if you want if you want to make a good meme you have to understand these like these subtle contexts right and basically what they do is like they take an image of the meme they take the text of the meme and they use two transformers to make an embedding which understand text and images. And they would predict if it's harmful or not. And I think with that principle, you can, you know, take it to like, is it sarcastic, you know, or is it like dodge related? You can have other outputs instead of hateful or not hateful. Like, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud here. Yeah, yeah I think it's like the progress will be done in like, these ways where companies try to remove harmful content from there because it's for their good for their business because 
it's very hard to make this resource-consuming research just to make dunk memes. But when they put the, out, the models out there and show the, how it can be done, then it can be fine-tuned to make dunk memes. Exactly, like this fine line of dankness and funny. Yeah. <laughs>